No Direction Network presents Pfizercon 2022 Seminar Coverage. For more great convention coverage, check out NoDirectionPodcast.com. Hello. Oh, look, it's us. Are we live? Oh, there we are. Yes. I think this is what that means. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I guess we have to stop screwing around then. So everyone put on your serious faces. All right. Yeah, we're very, this is, we're very, this professional very serious, here. very serious PaizoCon going on here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm Mark Moreland. I am the director of brand strategy at Paizo. Uh, I am here to moderate a panel on publishing on Pathfinder Infinite and Starfinder Infinite, but we only had so many uh, characters in our uh, stream title. So uh, we're here to talk about Pathfinder and Starfinder Infinite. And with me today, I have. Train. Train. I know. Yes. Okay. You have Dustin yeah. Knight, who sounds like he's living under a train track. I am a, uh, a Pathfinder Infinite author. I also review uh, all sorts of Pathfinder Infinite products. Uh, you might have seen me here on the official Paizo stream on Fridays, where I host Infinite Reviews and go in-depth on uh, all the latest and greatest Pathfinder Infinite products. I'm Vanessa Hoskins. I am a freelance author uh, for Paizo for Pathfinder and Starfinder products. Uh, I am also the guest of honor at this show. And also, uh, I write stuff on Infinite, including Bellum and Lace. Arting. And I am Ron Lundeen. I'm a development manager at uh, Paizo. I am primarily responsible for the Adventure Path and Lost Omens lines for Pathfinder, uh, which is an awful lot of fun. Uh, that's what lets me wear the blue shirt, but that's not why I'm here right now. The reason I'm here right now is because I am also a, uh, very busy freelance author for Paizo and, uh, produce projects on Pathfinder Infinite. Yeah, so today uh, we're just going to talk a little bit about what Pathfinder and Starfinder Infinite are, um, uh, sort of give some uh, best practices uh, for folks uh, who might be interested in getting started. Um, and then uh, we'll open it up for a QA. and uh, a So if uh, anyone has questions about, um, you know, producing their own products or marketing their products or, um, I don't know, whatever. You guys are supposed to come up with the questions, not me. Um, we'll, uh, we'll try and answer those. Um, yeah, so uh, Pathfinder and Starfinder Infinite are community content programs uh, hosted on DriveThruRPG. Uh, they allow uh, publishers to use Paizo's intellectual property uh, to produce uh, game content, uh, fiction, uh, comics, uh, images, uh, all sorts of things, um, and sell that uh, in a way that uh, both uh, the uh, creator, as well as Paizo and DriveThru, um, I'll, get, I'll get a cut of that. So uh, if you have a uh, particular adventure idea uh, that you'd love to, to get out there in the world and you want to be able to get paid for the time it takes you to write that and draw the maps and all that, uh, this is a way that you can do that and set it in Galarian or the Pact Worlds um, without uh, you know getting a call from our lawyers to stop. Uh, <laughs> Uh, which is which is a, a good deal. No one wants to talk to a lawyer, right, Ron? Um, yeah, wait, 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 hold on, just a minute there. <laughs> as as I'm fond of saying, ninety nine percent of lawyers give the rest of us a bad name. Yes. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Uh, 
Uh, yeah, so um, I guess uh, let's start with um, with uh, Dustin. You're the one who uh, who sort of has made it your mission to evangelize the uh, the infinite platform. Um, what's sort of the um, the you know basic overview that you have? If if someone if someone comes to you and says, "What is this infinite thing?" What do you tell them? Oh well, uh, infinite to me. Uh, well. Uh, when I first started seeing the it books being released for it, my honest thought was, oh, this is going to uh, uh, fill the void for monthly little snippets into Galarian that was left by uh, the player companion line condensing into the amazing Lost Omens line. Uh, and seeing all these authors, who many of whom are the same authors who work freelance for Paizo, writing all this uh, incredible work and getting access to um, all these great resources, such as the artwork that Paizo provides, uh, just gives us this treasure trove of incredible products to, to uh, expand our repertoire and uh, make Pathfinder 2e this great game that we have today. Um, it's it's always great to have this, this archive that you could find niche things that that wouldn't you would never see a hardcover you know Dulahan of galarian product from uh paizo that would be a little bit too are you, niche are you sure are you sure I, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure but you never know i'm i'm pretty i'm pretty sure <laughs> i mean it would be a pretty yes. good way to get ahead Yes, and, and expanding on the existing products is also the other great part is, you know, you'll you'll read one of these uh, awesome hardcovers and just be like, but I need a little bit more. And then you go on to Infinite and you're like, wow, these authors have also realized that it needs a little bit more and they've written more. Yeah, yeah uh, the, the ability to, to flesh out some of our existing content um, with side adventures or uh, extra random encounter tables or um, expanded villain backstories or who knows um, is, is one, of the, one of the cool things that I, that I love seeing up there. Uh, Vanessa, what's your, um, what's your general thoughts What's my on, deal? On yeah, what's your uh, deal? <laughs> I like Infinite a lot, both as a consumer of Pathfinder products and also as an author. Uh, as a consumer, I'm excited because all sorts of times you're playing something and you're like, I wish that there was a specific archetype for being a, a learned guard in Absalom. Hey, guess what there is now? But if there was like a specific archetype that did this or a specific magic item that is tied into the world of Galarian and there are rules for it, you can write them yourself and publish them. And that's pretty cool. Uh, or find someone else who has written something that fills in that niche. Uh, I've also seen uh, products that are uh, in the past, anyhow, that are like, oh, you know that adventure path? Here's some side quests for it that we wrote. Uh, and now you can, instead of having to skirt the rules, I'm being like, it's the kingdom building uh, <laughs> side quest yeah. that is definitely not Kingmaker. Uh, you could just be like, okay, so for Kingmaker, there's this NPC and here's a side quest they might give you. And you are able to do that and use all of the IP, which is awesome. So as a consumer, I'm excited to see what people do to build upon existing products. As an author, uh, I got really excited about the prospect that I could actually write fiction, uh, which is pretty cool. Mm. I haven't written fiction in a very long time. And so I dusted off those old skills and decided to write a, a bit of a serialized fiction. Uh, it really allows me to flex my creative muscles in, in a way that you can't uh, without using Galarian IP or are restricted away from it, 
or when you are following the rigorous outline provided to you by a developer that says, all right, you need to hit these points. This allows me to just say, well, what do I want to write? And then write it. Ron, what about you? Well, I've been, I've been involved with third-party gaming for a long time. I did a lot of publishing under the OGL um, with my own sort of third-party company. And one of the things that I found that many people who are doing their own kind of stuff do realize uh, were two, two big limiters that I kept running into. First, I really wanted to be able to set adventures and tell stories and add rules to the official setting that everybody was using. And you can't do that when you're publishing under, uh, un under the OGL. I also secondarily uh, had to pay an awful lot for art and other resources like that. And some of those can be uh, some of those can be so onerous that in, I've had plenty of products where I'm like, well, I know what I want to do and what I want the art to be like. But for me to get the art this product needs, it is a non-starter financial. I might as well not even do it. Um, and so those those two limits I kept bumping up into. The the thing about Pathfinder and Starfinder Infinite is that it leans heavily into lifting those those barriers. So not only is it possible to use the intellectual property of the world, so you can actually feel like you're expanding an existing world rather than trying to carve out your own and hope people like it, or carve out your own that is maybe close enough that people might think it's like the one that uh, uh, is official. Um, but more importantly, it's got a ton of great art as a good resource. And the Paizo art is it's very distinctive. Uh, it fits very well with sort of the feel of the rules. And so being able to use, being able to just drop in even, even a few art pieces to make your whole product look a little bit prettier uh, and be able to do that as part of the creator resources on Pathfinder and Starfinder Infinite is a huge help to make everything look a lot better. That's true. I mean, it, um, <laughs> for, for those who aren't, um, aren't aware, we do have, um, as part of the, uh, the creator resources, we have templates that you can use um, to get started. Uh, they're not super fancy, uh, like you would see in an in a official Paizo book, um, in terms of page borders and backgrounds and things like that. But they've got all of the fonts embedded and the different styles for headers and stat blocks. Um, uh, and those are available for both Pathfinder and Starfinder uh, for uh, InDesign, which is a, a fairly expensive program, not necessarily entry level, um, but uh, for uh, Microsoft Office uh, or programs that can read and access Microsoft Office. Um, and the, the terms of the, of the program would allow other creators who may have a, a preference for other uh, software suites uh, to create templates in those and share those. Um, those make for a very easy way of making your words look uh, more professional so that you're not just showing a, you know, a page of text that you have, uh, have it styled similarly uh, to an official product. Um, and then we have a whole lot of images that we've put up for free um, that you can use. Uh, you can also uh, use any image uh, other than logos or photographs of like real people. Um, uh, from the community use package. So if something shows up on the Paizo blog or is available on the community use uh, package um, uh, available on, on the Paizo store, uh, you can use those in addition to an even larger selection of monster art, holy symbols, um, in-game icons like for classes and things like that that we provide for, uh, for publishers on uh, Infinite itself. 
Uh, so like Ron said, that's that's one way of really um, increasing the production value of your product and really justifying um, what you're asking someone to pay uh, for that. Uh, anyone can can create content and just give it away for free. Um, but what we're trying to do is foster a, an environment where creators um, are, are, are receiving compensation for their work. You know, we don't we don't just want you to write for uh, exposure, um, you know. Make that make that money, um, and, and of course, you know, Paisa will make some money too. Um, but uh, but you know, uh, half of half of all the money uh, from uh, a sale goes directly to the publisher, and the other half is then split between um, between Paizo and and um, So uh, it's a pretty good deal. Um, Vanessa, how did you? Let me, how did you? Let me, let me also. So let me let me jump in to say it's also easy to split that up among creators. If you've got several creators who are coming together yes. for mm -hmm. one product, easy to set the percentage so that okay, well, I'm doing half the work. I'm going to get half. You guys are each doing a quarter of the work, so you're going to get a quarter, and then it just go right. It's it's easy to set that up. Yeah, the, let, the store the store interface um, on Drive Through RPG really really facilitates that type of of um, of profit sharing. Um, without you needing to do a bunch of accounting on your on your own uh yeah dustin you so oh yeah i just wanted to throw in there while you were talking about different software is we have templates uh, people have made temp fans have made templates that they've said you are free <laughs> to use for your pathfinder infinite products uh in addition to compilations of different blog images sorted in different categories uh royalty free images images shared that way and uh, frankly, creator spaces so that you could collaborate with other creators and find things like editors, artists, layout artists, uh, and everything else you could want on my Discord at infinite.net. <laughs> There's my plug. That's good. That's good. <laughs> Say it again for the people in the back. Infinite.net. It will get you the Discord invite. Uh, night with a K. Uh, and okay. there's a Big community. We 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 have little hidden spaces there for people to work on their own projects with other creators. We have uh, big lists of links to different resources, uh, how tos, how to program your stuff into Foundry, uh, links to the infinite possibilities articles on NoDirectionPodcast.com that talks about first getting into third party publishing and getting into Pathfinder Infinite, uh, and frankly, just a big supportive community who will answer your questions day and night very very quickly. Yeah, I think that it it can be pretty um, intimidating uh, for someone who has a whole bunch of you know someone who's primarily GM'd for example, um, or a player who's theory crafted a whole bunch of new feats or uh, spells um, that they uh, want to want to share with the community. Um, it can be a, a pretty steep climb, um, or at least it, it looks like a steep climb from the, the bottom um, it, to to move from those ideas to get them onto uh, a page uh, that then other people can access. Uh, so, um, uh, Vanessa, do you have any, any advice for those people who, who are, they're just, they've got the idea, they want to do infinite, how do, they, how do they get started? What do they do? Sure. Um, the first thing I would do is take a look at some of the FAQs uh, that are part of the Pathfinder Infinite website that should be linked on that page there. And those will give you a lot of, of, of advice. I'd say you can also join an Infinite Possibilities Discord. It's a Discord server specifically for people making content on Pathfinder Infinite or just fans of those products. And then it's a great place to ask other uh, creators when you have questions about like, I think this is community use. How can I be sure? 
or um, I want to use this spell. Is that covered under OGL or is that covered under the Pathfinder Infinite License? Things like that. The other thing to be made aware of is that if you are writing rules material, uh, that all falls under the the OGL, uh, the Open Gaming License that Pathfinder has published under as well. And so you'll need to include that as well as crafting uh, what's called a Section 15. I'm getting technical, but that's okay. Section 15 is basically where you get everything that you're referencing. Uh, and definitely go and seek out a little bit of assistance if you haven't done that before. It's not difficult. It's just you want to make sure you get it right. The point, yeah, the point uh, that I want to add is absol absolutely okay. jump in and do it, right? Everybody's yeah. first project looks awful to them after you go back, right? I look at some of my first third-party <laughs> stuff, and I'm like, yeah, you know, that's, that's terrible. But I'm glad that I just did it, right? I put the words onto the page, slapped on a cover, got it out there. Did I learn a ton afterward? Absolutely. But getting in and getting started is the best way to actually go through it, and in going through it, be able to sort of learn how to do it even better. And if you're like me, your stuff that you've done 10, 15 years later still looks awful to you. Um, but that's my own issue. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I think just going okay. and doing it is actually really good advice. Just you need to get mm -hmm. products out there. And even if you want to start with something small, just to go through the steps and learn how to do it before you take on a bigger project, that is also a pretty good idea. Well, one There's thing also that's awesome. About oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, one thing that's awesome about Pathfinder Infinite is you can go back and revise your product. Uh, every product mm -hmm. I've posted, I've had somebody find some weird little tiny thing like, oh, you forgot the duration on this poison. And I'll be like, okay, uh, five minutes, it's fixed because I don't have to print this in physical medium. So there's not as much uh, turnaround time as like uh, a big official product from one of these giant, huge companies. That's cheating. Um <laughs> No, that's that's true, and and um, you know I was going to say uh, you know to 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 Ron's point, uh, you know if you're starting even with something small, it's maybe you can find someone who's already creating content. Um, if you have a whole bunch of stuff that you want to do about about uh, were rats, uh, find someone else who seems to be into lycanthropes or who seems to like rodents, and just say, hey, you're already publishing content on. Uh, infinite. I have some ideas. Can you help me? Can can you can you help me publish a book of were rat spells? Um, and if they say, sure, you know, then then they can impart their knowledge on you. And it and it is you know it's it's called community content for a reason because it's the the idea is not just to build the content and the the library of available material for Pathfinder and Starfinder, but to to build a community of people who are creating that content, using that content, um, and and hopefully those those work together, um, you know, in a synergy that that makes the game and the and the the community both better. Um, it looks like we've got some questions coming in um, from chat. So um, let's see. Let's uh, let's get right to those. Um, we have one from earlier today from GM Muerte. Um, who says I have basic questions about how do you how do you, what PDF what PDF creator do you use to make your infinite items? So this is you know later in the process after the words are written maybe even after you've commissioned some art. Um, what do what do you folks use to um, to make that a final product that gets put up on the store? Uh, I use InDesign Photoshop, uh, but I have a degree in graphic design, so that's cheating. Uh, a lot of 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, I also cheat, and I use Helen <laughs> Savor, my writing partner on Vellum and Lace, because she's published ebooks before. Okay. Well, well I, who do you, I, who do you I, use? How do you I, cheat? I don't cheat. I don't cheat at all. Um, no, I cheat. I cheat the process in that I am super quick and lazy about how I do it, but it's a really good way to get in. I just write it in Word. I write it in the templates that they give as far as the community resources, and I just type into those. It's got the right styles. I'll put in a stat block, and the stat block has all the icons and everything to look right, and I just do it in Word. Uh, and then I just export as a PDF, and then I'm done. That's that's mm -hmm. I have I have no InDesign for some of my other stuff. I'm a little more complicated. I use Scribus, which is a free layout uh, software. GIMP, which is a free uh, image manipulation tool. You can see the theme of free going through here. I knew the margins were really thin, <laughs> so that's what I got. That's what I started to use. Um, but the thing that has made it even easier for Infinite is the fact that it's got the templates that that I can just type right into. Uh, mm -hmm. The only thing that I can't, I mean, there are a couple of little wrinkles about that. I like having page backgrounds and dropping in the page background in Word requires weirdly that you put them in the header to apply to the entire yeah. document. Uh, and then when I export as a PDF, it doesn't have any bookmarks. And I feel like bookmarks are really helpful to let people navigate around in your PDF. So I've, I've got friends that I just send, hey, here's my final product. Please, can you put in these six bookmarks in these six places? Uh, and then they do, and I put it up. So it's it's all done with Word from my end. Mm. Uh, I'd like to yeah. also reiterate that No Direction did an entire series called Infinite Possibilities, Tools of the Trade, which talks about all the different sorts of platforms that you could use while trying to create content for Pathfinder Infinite, uh, including links to the templates. I see Dustin has already linked it in the chat, so go ahead and, and find that one. Um, and then there's also a bunch of, uh, of resources on his site. He's done a good job of really consolidating everything you need into one place. And it's also a, a forum. So if you have questions, yeah. it's a Discord server where you can just ask your question and say, I looked through this stuff and I didn't find the thing I was looking for. Can someone help me? And usually someone has the answer. And if they don't, they make it up. Um, Osiris1138 says, what have you been excited about seeing on PFI? Like, what are some developments over time that you've been proud of seeing? Um, I guess I'll, I'll start. Uh, you know, I, I knew that Pathfinder Infinite was coming a lot earlier than anyone else here. I was um, on the ground floor of getting that, um, that uh, launched. And yeah, it's my fault. And... Um, <laughs> And so for me, seeing something that, you know, there are other community, uh, community uh, content uh, sites out there uh, for, for various other games. And uh, so I had a, an idea of the sort of things that we were likely to see um, show up on there, uh, but I didn't really know what order we were going to see them. Were we going to see people putting out adventures first? Were we going to see people putting out rules content? Um, very few of those uh, community content um, platforms allow for for non-game products and so for me um i was really excited to see vanessa and a few others uh just <laughs> from the onset uh really jump on writing non-game content set in the, in pathfinder and starfinder with with fiction um you, someone would have the uh, the option of doing comics if they wanted to do uh their own 
uh, comic adventure. Um, you can really do whatever. Do whatever you want, um, but it's not just—it's not just restricted to role within playing. Within the terms of the license, right? Within the terms of the license, yes. Thank you, lawyer Ron. Um, <laughs> uh, the uh, yeah, you know, but but it's you're, you don't just if you don't uh, if you don't know the rules well enough to be able to to do a uh, a new class or archetype or a bunch of spells, uh, you can still tell stories using the platform and and seeing people do that um, has been really exciting for me um, because ultimately that's what I that's what I see as being at the heart of Pathfinder and Starfinder are the stories. Um, the the rules give you one uh, tool set to tell those stories, um, and but so do. So does prose, and so do you know card games and other fun stuff. Um, <laughs> well, one uh, thing, what's, oh, I was going to say one thing, yeah. like in terms oh, of the different types of content that's out there. Uh, I just shout out to the folks who make Queer Finder magazine. It is a digital yeah. magazine that is on uh, Pathfinder Infinite, and it is released quarterly. And the first issue is out, and it hit what copper on the very first day or silver or something. It's it's yeah. I don't make it. I wrote for it, but it is it is really good stuff. Lots of um, lots of recognizable names too in like Pathfinder canon, um, and and some new authors who are just trying things out. So it's a really good mix. And super high and productive what, uh, production values. I was really blown away when I saw that. Yeah, no, that was yeah. sort of the the a very early high water mark for the for the. Um, for the platform is seeing that being like, wow, this is, if this is the level of stuff that the community um, is, is going to be producing, uh, that's really exciting. And so, um, you know, it look it looks like an issue of Dungeon or Dragon for back when Paizo produced it or better in some yeah. ways. And, and that's, that's really cool to see. And, and the creators of that are at physical PaizoCon. So, um, mm -hmm. If you're here, uh, you can use the free hotel printer, print out a copy of that, and get them to sign it. Um, <laughs> uh -huh. Yeah, yeah, and uh, you could get an issue of Queer Finder from the PaizoCon uh, Infinite Community Mega Bundle, which I'll go ahead and link Ooh, in chat as well. What? The, the PaizoCon Community Con Infinite, Infinite Mega Community Bundle. Mega bundle. Yes, it is a bundle of, of 29 products from 18 different authors uh, that is uh, only $24.99. And uh, despite being $110 worth of content, uh, it's, oh, it's wow, a great geez. way to see all the different uh, ways that Infinite goes, frankly. And uh, it very much keys in with that question of what are you excited to have seen done on Infinite? I mean, I knew going into it, there'd be archetypes and feats and classes, and I was excited for that. But seeing these things like Elem and Lace, uh, Queer Finder, and having that be in character, you could take it and like throw it at a character and be like, your character picked up this issue of this magazine in character. Um, I mean, I even tried dabbling into that with uh, Starstone the Ascension, making an in-character Harrow-based trading card game that you could play at the table because your characters are playing it. Um, seeing stuff like that take off and um, uh, Kitsune Galarian, seeing that hit uh, silver super, super fast, not necessarily because of the mechanics, but because people really want to read about all these heritages. Like what's a Kitsune <laughs> from Arcadia like? And seeing people react to that positively has made me super excited to see that the expansion to the setting is being well received and uh, enjoyed. 
That's one thing that I'm really enjoying on there is seeing all the new ancestries that folks are writing uh, and just expanding the op like opportunities for what you can play at your table. And there's just a lot of really interesting stuff in there. So I'm going to play a bunny well, folk. About you. A bunny folk? Yeah, Luis's bunny folk. They're amazing. Oh, yeah. The I rabbit folk them. are really good. They're really neat. Yeah. Okay. Um, See, there's, I really there's like so seeing... much stuff on the internet that I don't even know about all of it. Oh, yeah. That's new. That's I really, new. I really, I really like you. Yeah. I'm if, sorry. You, if you you know where you might start by checking it out is the PaizoCon Infinite Community Mega Bundle, which is a great oh. deal. Another <laughs> <laughs> um, oh. thing I really like about Infinite is a lot of the support that has come for both old and new adventure paths. Uh, we, mm. I really like playing in adventure paths. I really like running them. But it, I mean, it's a big commitment, right? So I know when I talk to my friends around the gaming table, like, here's a thing we're going to be committing the next year or two years of our lives to playing. And the fact that I can look at path that uh, Pathfinder Infinite and find little things to help make that either either easier to run or uh, more interesting for parts as a player that I want to delve into a little bit more. That's kind of neat to see. As an example that isn't mine. Uh, I was just seeing the other day that there's a uh, an expansion for all the megafauna available for the quest for the Frozen Flame Adventure Path. I'm like, oh, that's really cool. I would want to be able to dig into more of that story and that kind of feeling. So uh, so the, the fact that you can take a thing that you're already committed to using around the gaming table and then getting more of it and being able to get some of the stuff that allows you to expand it all the better. The things that let you take some of the older adventure paths that we have, you know, Hell's Rebels, and uh, be able to pull those forward by providing PF2 rules for them is uh, is really great to see. It's a really great way to see some of the uh, some of the the old stories that we older stories that Paizo has that are just awesome but aren't up on the new rules, and be able to pull those into the new rule set. So those are really cool to see. And to be clear, uh, you can publish new Pathfinder First Edition material as well. The only requirement mm -hmm. of publishing gaming material on uh, on Pathfinder or Starfinder Infinite is that it has to be compatible with Pathfinder or Starfinder. Uh, but we're not specific on which edition. Um, in 20 years when we're on, you know, whatever edition we're on, which will still be First Edition Starfinder and Second Edition Pathfinder. Not a promise. Um, the... Uh, People don't like addition changes. I just, you know, but uh, <laughs> this allows you. This allows you to continue expanding on uh, a, a rule set that may not be getting the official support that you would like, or um, as Ron said, to take an old AP um, and bring it forward to the to the new rule set. Um, uh, you could go vice versa too. If you say want to run Extinction Curse in first edition, um, you could create a, a Pathfinder Infinite product um, that would allow people uh, to, to do that. So um, even if you have to take every instance of Zolgath, cross it out and write the word troglodyte <laughs> above it. Well, that's true. In first edition, they were separate creatures. And then we said, uh, oh, yep. let's make them the same thing yep. because that's not confusing at all. Um, yeah, another thing that I've been excited to see are um, our art packs, uh, mm. artists mm -hmm. um, who have put up um, art specifically for uh, other publishers to use. So while Paizo has put together the um, the the art asset packs, um, we've got uh, gender bent gods. So if yes! you want to create, if you want <laughs> to create a product, it's all about. 
that's all about female Caden Kalia. Um, maybe is what or keep the same names. I don't. Kate, do they keep the same names or do they have a gender switch? They have the same names. They're keeping yeah, the same just, names. It's okay. just new art. Yeah. Okay. And if you're a yeah. divine deity, you can really appear however you want, right? You can like, yeah, um, do whatever you want. Yeah, that would I mean, be the if, best for playing with your hair, actually. If it's just like, it to like a giant space moth, then she can be a dude too, right? Like, why not? Yeah. And so, uh, yeah. So, uh, so, uh, yeah, those Gender are Gender really Queer cool. Gods of Galarian. Yeah. In next, yeah. next issue of Queer Finder. I mean, this is right. <laughs> whatever the community wants, um, the community is making. And I think that that's really cool. Um, uh, and and especially um, you know specifics of the content aside, um, just doing art that is specifically designed for other publishers to use is a really cool thing. And um, you know, like Ron was saying, art is really expensive um, and to to produce. And so uh, whether that art is coming directly from Paizo or from another infinite creator, having those extra resources to really spice up your your product um, is is very is very valuable, and so I, I love seeing the community come together and and provide those resources, not just the textual ones. Um, let's one move on to the next. That you question. bring up. Oh, I was going to say one thing that you brought up was using other Pathfinder Infinite resources, and this is actually an important point. Um, you are allowed by the Pathfinder Infinite license to use the text and concepts, not art. Uh, from other infinite products. So for things like the gender bent gods of Galarian, you would want to buy that, which is specifically licensed for infinite use. Uh, but if someone else writes, oh, I don't know, a, a prose story of two sisters navigating life in Absalom without a bit of wisdom between them, uh, you could take those characters if you wanted and include them in your own product. And the Pathfinder Infinite uh, license allows for that. Uh, it's specifically designed to create these communities where we're all just sort of writing content together in a big shared world. Yeah, yeah. There's no there's no difference in, as far as Infinite is concerned, whether you're reusing a character that appeared in a Paizo published book or a character that appeared in an Infinite product. Um, so, um, you know, I... I, I you, you, the three of you may know better than, than I do, but I haven't yet seen that. Has anyone seen someone building and expanding on um, someone else's creation in Infinite kind of. yet? Or are we still are Ooh. we still waiting for that to really take off? <laughs> yes, yes, kind Dustin. of. We, we have two uh, instances that came to mind first. Um, one is, uh, well, Helen, Helen Savor put in her uh, origami crafter archetype uh, that uh, anybody else who has ideas for origami feel free to throw it past her. They'd love to produce more in, more of these books and um, produce more of these talisman origami items uh, in future Pathfinder Infinite releases. And we'll, of course, you know, do the thing where you split the royalties and and talk about how that will work or, or pay for them or what have you. Talk to her. Um, and then uh, another example was uh, uh, Alex Agunas, uh, wanted me to write some of the ethnicities in Kitsune Galarian, and I loved writing them so badly that I then went out and wrote an archetype that was entirely inspired by one of those, which, while technically that means I paid, he paid me to write my section in that book, uh, I then, uh, you know, I 
out of politeness, I didn't have to, but out of politeness, I asked him, uh, hey, I want to write an entire archetype based on this. Do you mind if I use the name Kitsune Galarian and kind of use the sort of same cover style that you used? And he's like, yeah, cool. That'd be great. So now we have these kind of cross-compatible products where it's, you know, an expansion of a successful infinite product. And like, here's more, here's more. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but uh, Vanessa, you haven't seen anyone actually use the characters from, from Vellum and Lace in other... Uh, no, I would love yeah. for them to do that. That would be super cool. I want to read other people's takes on, you know, little Crom the Halfling and Len the Half-Orc. I want to see other people use these characters and see what they do with them. Mm. Okay. All right. Oh, and for people there's listening, there's a giveaway uh-huh. right now. Uh, if you go to the path, the pap, the the uh, PaizoCon official Discord, there's a giveaway right now for the PaizoCon Infinite Community Mega Bundle. So uh, you have ten minutes to get there and react to the giveaway post with the uh, emoji to enter and Thank win a free copy of the to, uh, Infinite Community I'm- Mega Bundle. Thank you. I'm just looking at the uh, the moderated questions here being sent to me from. Uh, the uh, the fine moderators back at Paizo HQ or their homes, as uh, it is now the case, um, and did not uh, Paizo, HQ is, so, Paizo HQ is in our hearts now. That's uh, yes, mm. exactly. Whether we want it there or not, <laughs> in the middle of the night on Sunday, just waking up in a cold sweat. Oh no, it's Paizo again. Oh. <laughs> I think I'm. Uh, I think I'm having a Paizo attack. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Go back to sleep. It's just a Paizo. It's okay. 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 Uh, yeah. Exactly. Um, okay. On, on to the next question. Um, but yes, please, uh, please go to the Paizo Discord, and if we can get a link to that in the chat, is there? Um, one of the mods, if we can point people to where that Discord is so they can find it um, to participate in that uh, giveaway, that'd be awesome. Um, and that's the next question from uh, the Parlor Poet. There's a Discord? Um, yeah, we're talking right now about the PaizoCon Discord or the Paizo Events Discord that we're using sort of as the central hub for PaizoCon online. Um, but also there's the, the Discord that that Dustin has put together for um, for the uh, infinite community, um, which mm-hmm. I'm sure we'll see a. Um, ah, there it is. There's the link. Um, so uh, mm-hmm. yeah, go to that link, and there's another Discord there uh, where you can you can chat with other folks. Um, Drive through has their own publisher Discord that they run, and that's both for. Um, you know, professional as well as community publishers, um, but that they only provide the invite to that to people who have published. So once you've published material on um, on Infinite or your own third party material published under the OGL or compatibility license, whatever, um, if you're if you're publishing material on Drive Through, uh, they can get you set up with that and put you into the communities to talk to other community content creators um, yeah. there as well. So that's a that's a a second. Um, a little bit broader uh, scope uh, Discord as well. Um, uh, let's see. Flats Pupil says, uh, will there be support from Paizo side to integrate Infinite into virtual tabletops who are considered friends, such as Foundry, Fantasy Grounds, etc.? Um, yes. Um, and, and I see a... No, no hands? A- no one? No one has, no, I don't know. No. 
I don't know. No one seems. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yep. uh, I I did a, an interview with. Uh, I think that was. Uh, well, I did an interview. Uh, it was unfortunately their name's escaping me right now. But you could check it on the YouTube channel. You could go to the infinite.net and find it. Uh, where I went over how to integrate your Pathfinder Infinite products into Foundry. Uh, there's a great article and a wiki uh, that explains how to make Foundry modules. Uh, and how you can just release those. And frankly, it was a huge boost to sales for older products when I put everything up on Foundry and said, like, here it is. Now you could see it yourself. Uh, just download the module, and then people will download it and be like, this is really cool. I want to see the context for this these mechanics. Mm. And they'll go, and, uh, you know, buy your book. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, uh, there's, there's more guides in the Discord of how exactly to do that and the step-by-step -step and all that. Yeah, I mean, to answer the, the question directly, um, that doesn't require uh, Paizo interaction at all in order for you to do that. I mean, if you, uh, the same way you can download a PDF and read it on a PDF reader, um, you can download a, um, I don't even know what the file type is, um, but you can download a file that is readable by Foundry that Foundry can then put into your compendium or if it's maps, um, just load in in as, as art assets. Um, and and the uh, the Pathfinder Infinite or Drive Through system doesn't really care what file format it is that you're downloading or uploading as a publisher. So um, it's possible if you know how to build those uh, those modules um, that that you can include those as part of the purchase that someone's already making. Um, the way that Paizo handles uh, premium sales of, of VTT content involves getting a, a code and going to their site and downloading that so it's then locked to your um, user account or your, your license of the software. And that's not... Um, uh, that's not necessary. You don't have to go through that step uh, if you're just providing people the file that they sideload into their instance of the game. So... Um, uh, there are guides for it. Um, it's that's between you and your customers, I guess. If if you want to provide that that content, it doesn't really involve Paizo at all. Um, it, in terms of, but it sounds more, cool. <laughs> it sounds cool. It's beyond my uh, technical capabilities, that's for sure. Um, but that's why I don't work in the tech department. Um, but that's why there's the guide you can follow. There's the guide I can follow. Yes. Um, <laughs> I'll add that to my and, people who, uh, and people who know a lot more about it who are willing to jump in and help out. I mean, that's part of the community exactly. nature of this. So there's people yeah. who know all the different elements. And there is another Discord just for uh, producing Pathfinder 2E content modules on Foundry. And uh, there's that's links true. to that in my Discord. And they're all really helpful. They'll, that's they'll that's go the new, the there's an app for that, isn't it? It's, there's a Discord for that. Well, uh, yes. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, Anchor89 says, I have Office 365. Would that work, or should I look into better software? And if so, what are some of my options that are recommended? Office 365 is the... Um, Microsoft Word, the, Excel, yeah. Yeah, Microsoft Word, yeah and that's the, all, that's all yeah. I use. You need, you need yeah, nothing actually, else to get started. You need, I mean, if yeah. you want to make it really graphically very pretty and interface in a lot of ways, you'd need more, but get... Getting back to the idea of just get something down and out there and get started, uh, yeah. it's it's just fine. 
I feel like yeah, it's thing that text in columns with an illustration here, yeah, exactly. maybe yep. a half page map there. You can do all of that in Word, and the templates we provided should um, give you everything you need to make it look nice. Um, and then you can expand from there as your familiarity with the software improves, or um, or as your um, you know if you have special special. Uh, Things that you want to do that that Word can't technically do. There are there are certainly uh, growth or other other programs you can use that provide more more graphical options. But Word should be affinity. Yeah, I'm a big affinity fan yeah. myself. And, and if it, any of these any of these are going to have the whole process has a learning curve, right? And I feel like yes. one of the things that Infinite does really well is that you can take the learning curves in pieces. Okay, first put something in Word, export as PDF. Then you do the learning curve of figuring out how do I actually create my account, my creator account? How do I get this uploaded? Oh, what does the screen to set up a title look like? And how I set the price. And then, oh, this is what it looks like when it goes live. And this is what, it, I mean, that's, it's the first time you do that. It's a learning curve. Uh, I feel like too many people maybe get themselves caught up with, Oh, all the different things I need to learn how to use. I need to learn how to do a whole layout program, and I need to learn how to do uh, the the uh, Pathfinder Infinite, yeah, you know, setup and so on. You can handle a lot of those things in pieces, and that's probably the best way to learn how to do this. Just get started. And, and you know, I spend a lot of time uh, when I'm looking at sales reports and things like that from Infinite, where I can see like the the in process, like non live. Um, uh, products before someone has hit the you know actually make this public oh. um, and and there are there are so many people who just put up a product that's just called test product and it's like a blank PDF or it's a you know it's mm -hmm. a PDF that's just test going did this work and then they delete them or they replace that with the actual product once they have that and that's okay like there's nothing wrong with doing that you're uh, it, it's expected that you're going to learn the tools and nothing can't be undone. If you accidentally go live with your does this work product, um, one, it's probably not going to sell particularly well. Um, but two, we, <laughs> we can always remove it. You know, review. It, yes. Exactly. <laughs> hey, hey, you know, can you hear me now? Yes, I can. Five stars. Um, yeah. Um, it's it's uh, no one who is um, working on the, the platform uh, for myself or the folks at, at drive-through are going to see that and get upset. Um, we want to see people doing whatever they need to do to learn to use the platform. So don't be afraid to jump in. Um, and, you know, if you put something up that's against the rules or that um, doesn't work right, uh, someone will tell you. And, you know, it, like, um, like Dustin said, you can, you can make changes. If someone says, hey, all of your images are upside down, you can go, whoops, and you just correct them and you upload the new version. And that's it. Yeah. And it's um, good. So we've got time for about, uh, oh, I think we're, we're running low on, on time, actually. And I wanted to give each of you the opportunity to talk about a project um, that you're particularly proud of on uh, Infinite, um, something that's either a new release or, or just your, your favorite uh, thing that you've got up. So I wanted to start with Vanessa on that one. Great, thank you so much. Uh, the thing I'm most proud of is Vellum and Lace, which I've name dropped a couple of times. It is a work of, um, of serialized fiction. And what that means is that we release a new episode. It's kind of like a chapter, but a little bigger. Uh, we release a, release a new episode about once a month. 
And it follows these uh, two sisters who live in the city of Absalom and are getting into and trying to get out of all sorts of trouble. Uh, the first the first prologue bit, episode zero, uh, called Moving Day, is uh, part of the super big, fantastic mega bundle. Uh, and look at that beautiful cover art by Sheppy, uh, Sheppy Rodriguez, who is just a, a Pathfinder artist veteran. He's done so much work for Paizo. Uh, and we really wanted to have it have the Paizo feel. Uh, again, you don't have to get artwork commissioned, uh, but you can if you want to be fancy. And uh, you can instead just use uh, a lot of the Paizo art. But we're really proud of this project. Um, our prologue is about to go silver. Uh, we have enough sales. We're just waiting for the website to notice us. Uh, sure, and we are up sure. <laughs> uh, And we should have episode seven releasing uh, soon. So we have six full episodes out, uh, plus the episode zero prologue, and then episode seven coming soon. Uh, and I think you'll really like it. It's, it's pretty exciting. Uh, it has a lot of uh, interesting interactions, fun characters, and even uh, a good old uh, like Pathfinder-style four-person party adventure uh, right smack in the middle of the book. Great. Or the, the, or the story, I should say. <laughs> okay. Uh, Dustin, what have you got for us? Oh, uh, well, my latest release from yesterday is Dulahan of Galarian. Uh, when I saw Book of the Dead come out, uh, I was uh, reminded of a, a project I did making uh, headless uh, ancestries. And Book of the Dead did such a great job making these really cool rules for undead PCs that I went, I wanted to revisit that. So it has both a heritage and an archetype. Uh, you could mix and match, use one or the other. Uh, to make yourself a Dulahan or uh, some other type of headless undead uh, with special rules for like Nuka Kubi or, or Chian Tian, uh, plus a ton of lore for uh, information about the uh, a demigod uh, of, of Dulahan or uh, all these different Dulahan that have been mentioned in sidebars throughout Pathfinder's history that uh, I've been able to expand on in this yearbook. Uh, and I, I think it's, it's really fun. Uh, I, I had a great time writing it, and uh, it's been going. People have been reacting positively to it over the last 24 hours. So, yay. Is it in the Mega Super Ultra Uber bundle? Uh, no, we ask people not oh. to put in their newest releases because. Hmm. But, yeah. But it probably yeah, will be there for Gen Con. If we do another one. Okay. All right, good. Okay. And, Ron, uh, last but not least, what have you got? Uh, the uh, My latest project of. Five. I have not done a lot of uh, individual projects. Uh, I try to do ones that are sort of bigger and more useful. I've got the boosted bestiary, uh, and this is in in many ways the opposite of vellum and lace, which is a delightful story. This is sort of a brutally utilitarian product, and this is what it's what it's got. <laughs> the best the bestiary monsters are really neat, uh, but they are at one specific level and they do not scale very well. So I solve that by taking several monsters, a whole bunch of monsters, and then I scale them at a bunch of different levels. So, for example, uh, Basilisk is a level five creature. It's great when your party is right around level five, but what if you want to have a fight with a Basilisk, but your parties are lower or higher level than that? Well, this has got a Basilisks from level two all the way up to the Basilisk uh, Granite Colossus at level 17. Uh, with a little bit of introductory flavor text for each of them to tell you about Basilisk's life cycle or, hey, the two-headed sea monster called a Bayamol, right, that's only at level 20. 
well, what do little ones look like? What's their life cycle like? All right, well, here's a whole bunch of stats for weaker ones. Um, and this also sort of... <laughs> Baomol hatchling larveling, I don't remember what the earlier one. Um, but it also sort of functions as sort of a sneaky uh, NPC guide too, because I've got a couple of humanoids that are in here, like the hmm. Tengu sneak. Uh, oh, all right, okay. well, now you've got Tengu... Tengu rogues are a whole bunch of levels up to the, you know, the the very highest level, you know, Tengu assassins and guild masters and things like that. And, oh, well, you like your your uh, um, tiefling, uh, tiefling wizard. All right, well, the one in level three in the book. How about you've got sort of tiefling wizards that go all the way up in level? So the boosted bestiary takes a bunch of monsters. It's got more than 200 stat blocks for creatures that you already know, but presented at a lot of different a lot of different levels great well awesome. thank you everyone for uh for sharing your insights uh into pathfinder and starfinder infinite thank you for the questions from the community and for uh all those who are watching now or on vod later um and uh you can find pathfinder infinite at pathfinderinfinite.com and starfinder infinite likewise at starfinderinfinite.com and um you know, check out the various discords and, and other stuff. We will be answering questions for a little bit uh, in the uh, Paizo event discord. Uh, if you have additional questions that, that have come up uh, as a result of the conversation or you think of something, uh, you know, later when you're doing something else. And we'll, uh, we'll try and answer those for you. And we're, we're always around. Um, I think our uh, social media handles... Um, uh, are a good way for us to go out with. Again, I'm Mark Moreland, uh, and you can find me on Twitter at Yoda8 with the numeral 8 in my head. Um, and uh, yeah, that's where I am. Ask me your questions. Uh, you're up, Dustin. Oh, uh, my name is Dustin Knight. Uh, you can find me at Twitter at Warlock Kitsune and everywhere else as Kitsune Warlock. Uh, I'm Vanessa Hoskins, and you can find me on Twitter at Ninja Cat Vanessa. Uh, I'm Ron Lundeen. A lot of my stuff is on my the blog for my third party, which is Run Amuck Games, runamuckgames.com. I'm also occasionally on Twitter at RPG Ron Lundeen. All right. Thanks again, everybody, and enjoy the rest of your PaizoCon. Bye. Bye.